Welcome to episode seven of Get Shift Done podcast with me, Alex Hughes, entrepreneur and founder of Shifties, powered by Shift Momentum. Today, I'm so happy to tell you I have Joe Glover. He is the guy who started the marketing meetup. And I asked him, how, do you, how would you like to be introduced? He doesn't want CEO. He doesn't want founder. He is just the guy who started the marketing meetup. I love that. And what we're discussing today is so much around communities, how you know, the marketing meetup has evolved over time and how Joe's ethos and values are just embodied in that meetup. He's built such an amazing community of marketing professionals. I think we can all learn from this. He's gone from just him, as you'll find in this interview, just him kind of dissatisfied with you know put himself out there goes to these networking events goes to these meetups and didn't feel welcome didn't feel like he belonged and i completely relate to this this is why shifties exists it's exactly the same thing but he's now gone on you know he's a couple of years ahead in terms of our growth as a community and he's gone on to open up locations all around the world he's got meetup in new york manchester and cambridge all over the place Obviously now, with everything that's going on, we, we discuss very much, well, look, that's your business. Your your business is this in these in-person events, high energy, great positive place to be. Loads and loads of value with the people that he's connected with. But obviously with coronavirus, once that hit, everything changed for Joe and everything's changed for the marketing meetup. But what you'll find and what you'll see in this, um, in this interview is that actually what he's done online since has just been fantastic and I've been involved as much as I could in, in terms of attending these events and I tell you what unbelievable value there so if you are a marketing professional or you're interested in marketing I always say it there's the best place to start a marketing meetup it's a free meetup I mean it's free it's crazy the value you get from his community and the events they put on are just fantastic and Joe is such a great guy so I'll dive straight into the interview um, but as always if you are a business owner you're looking to grow, you're looking to expand your network, you want to do it with others, jump in Shifties community. We're on Facebook or shifties.co.uk. Mr. Joe Glover, how are you, sir? I'm doing all right, mate. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And Daniel Bridge told me, and I'll, and I'll keep doing it, I asked twice, how are you? <laughs> well, we, honestly, I mean, we, we were speaking before we went live and and I think we both acknowledged that there's periods where growing businesses is wonderful there's periods where growing businesses is really hard but more than that as well like just as just as human beings we we have good days and we have bad days and and honestly this week for me has been a week which uh, has been more mentally loaded than than a lot more uh, I feel like I'm taking actions to kind of hopefully move away a little bit from the things that were causing that. But um, yeah, truthfully, you know, this, this week's been tough, but that's okay. Cause that's, that's the roller coaster life we live on. And uh, it's definitely one that we've chosen and not one that I changed for the world either. And how are you? Seriously? I am okay. I'm, I'm like, like you, I am emotionally drained. We are recording this on the 4th of June and we're in the midst of everything that's going on right now with the Black Lives Matter protests and I feel useless and I want to help and I want to you know, do something. It's, it's like anything, when you see something horrible happening in the world, whether it's on your front doorstep or in another country, it's 
so difficult not to get emotionally drained by those things. Prior to this, prior to coronavirus, I didn't, I didn't watch the news. I don't watch TV anyway. I like to watch things on purpose. Yeah. I don't just put the TV on for the TV to be on. So I avoid it like the plague. And I just figured, well, someone's, if the world's on fire, someone's going to let me know, right? Yeah. So I just ignore it. But because of obviously the role that I play in this current situation, and like you're the same, we have to be quite in touch with what's going on in the wider climate because it affects businesses and that's what we do. But sure. then when that came up in my feed, I'm like, what the hell? I'm really happy that I have you here in this week. And I know you're feeling down. I know you're in a bad, you know, not in a bad place. You're, you're in a place of recovery. Yeah. And that's, uh, but I feel privileged to have you here to have these discussions because I think that's, that makes for a good discussion. And, and um, I'm, I'm happy you're here. So yes, I'm very well. Thank you very much, sir. Good. Well, yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's a real discussion, but hopefully not one that's too depressing for people either. Um, no, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. No, 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 no. You know, I completely empathize with you and, and what you say about, you know, that, that feeling of helplessness in a certain extent. You do watch the news and, and I think both you and I and hopefully everyone that's listening will feel the same, that we all look for those opportunities in our lives where we can help people on a, on a very general level, but um, also those folks that face injustice and, and uh, a harder lives than, than what we have. We also look to help them when we can. That being said, it feels like there's more of a opportunity now to look and actually search out those opportunities to help people a little bit more and i guess that's the place where i'm coming to now which is like it is absolutely good enough to be helping people but if you can go that step further and, and seek out opportunities to help people too then that that feels correct your journey fascinates me joe actually because you're at a stage now where you have more influence than I think you even realize. <laughs> and very soon, those, you're a change maker, man. You, 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 want to, you want to make people happy is the first point of call. I've been to your meetups when they were in person. Mm -hmm. I've been to your, your online, what you're doing now online with your webinars and the conversation, your tone never changes. When you're <laughs> in that space, when you put that hat on, what do you say at the start of every marketing meetup? What's the tagline? Listen, say hello, and be positively lovely. I mean, look at that. You, you, if that's where you start, then you're always going to finish in a good place. So I think you should take a moment, like you tell me to take a moment sometimes. You need to take that moment too to just be you know, grateful for the position that you're in. I think it's fantastic what yeah. you've done so far. So for those of you people that don't know Joe Glover, <laughs> could you just give us a kind of a snapshot of where you were before the marketing meetup? I know it was, it was a crossover here, but just give us yeah. a snapshot of where you've come with the marketing meetup. Of course. So I guess in many ways it's, it's been quite a, a quick journey. So I only graduated what six years ago or something like that. It's been a relatively short amount of time. My first job um, was a job as an SAP consultant. So that was my graduate role straight out of university. I was spending 16 hour days working for FTSE companies, designing and helping build processes and, and databases, which they could manage their data with. Um, it was literally the most boring job in the entire world. But the entire reason why I took it was uh, for the money. I was told that after four years, I'd be on a hundred grand a year, which for me, when I was heading into the business world, then my only reference point was really The Apprentice. So my compass on what was right in the business world uh, was was based around money. Um, so I took that job and, and had a thoroughly miserable time. So I ended up leaving <laughs> after 
uh, five months. I left that first job after five months, which was quite a contentious thing to do because at the time the company culture was brilliant and people were really looked after and, and nobody left. I think I, I sort of started a bit of a trend, unfortunately, in that company, which was funny. In any case, um, deciding to leave a role and, and not base it around money led me to pursue something which was a passion, uh, which was marketing. And I say it was a passion because even while I was still doing my job, uh, my first job, I was still blogging about social media. I was still writing about it because I found it interesting. So my gateway drug into marketing was certainly social media and, and the reaction that you get, but also because I just enjoy writing. I enjoy writing on an everyday basis and expressing myself on a very personal level and, and kind of with a conversational tone. So my first job was in a conferencing company, as I say. I was lucky in that role that I was spending my time advertising conferences and, and attending conferences where the speakers were people like Seth Godin and Rory Sutherland and Ram Fishkin and Joanna Weeb and Sierra. Wow. So my first three years of education, so to speak, was with people like that, which, you know, was pretty good. It was like working for TED Talks in a way and being able to write up a TED Talk and, and watch it at the same time. So that was three years of my life, literally learning from some of the world's most amazing Why did you leave, brains. man? That sounds awesome. <laughs> Well, I, you know, in that, in that time, I was a sole marketer in the company. I was an individual in a three, four person company running the marketing department, but then also, you know, inevitably as it happens in those companies, you, you end up pitching in with a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and after three years, truthfully, I just, I'd had enough of that, that situation. So, well, not that situation necessarily, but certainly the environment I was in and I was offered the opportunity to go to Genie Goals, which was an agency again. In that agency, I was really lucky. I, I was doing the marketing of the marketing services, so to speak. So I was a bit of a meta marketer, I guess you could say. Yeah, um, yeah. And I was working with people like Calvin Klein, Karl Lagerfeld, Hackett London, Mamas and Papas, and getting in touch with those people, which was pretty cool. While that was all happening, I became very aware that I was in these sole marketing positions. I was teaching myself about what marketing was and how to do it right. I wasn't getting the opportunities to meet other marketers or learn about marketing. And you might already acknowledge from my tone for those people who haven't met me before that I'm far more introverted than I am extroverted. So going to one of these events where I could meet other marketers and learn about marketing was something that was really quite terrifying for me. So I just started an event myself and this was about two years into my first job. I put this event up on meetup.com, not really expecting much to come from it, but found a couple of speakers, put on a buffet and uh, got a space at Redgate Software in their servery just to put on the event. Lo and behold, 50 people came to the first event. So it was like, <laughs> yeah, which, you know, for a first event, for a thing that no one's heard That's of. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really good. So um, you were hooked, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, honestly, there wasn't any thought that went into this thing. It was just a thing that I did, you know, and and people came along and it was like, yeah, great. All right, let's carry on. So we carried on every month and and over the course of time, we developed our values. Listen, say hello and be positively lovely. But people also started coming up to me and saying, this thing that you're doing, I'm traveling from Birmingham or Bedford or Norwich or London to come to your event in Cambridge in a servery. So do you mind if I do it closer to my house? I was like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> I don't know why you don't do it yourself, but if, if you want to do it under my brand, then that's cool. So, um, over the course of the past four years, uh, I took a new job and sort of grew the marketing me up while that was going on. Um, to the place where we're now, what, four years on, we're 
17,000 marketers, I think, um, across 14 physical locations, 13 in the UK, one in the USA. But then also since COVID struck, then we've taken our stuff online and managed to get in a, in a nice moment of full circleness, uh, people like Rand Fishkin and Rory Sutherland come and speak at our um, webinars and stuff like that. And Mark Ritson, who's incredible. So to your point about being more influential than I think I am, I think you're probably right in the sense that it's something that I'm starting to wake up to a little bit myself, mainly through negative connotations than positive ones in that I've had a couple of things which I've spoken my mind quite freely, but not necessarily thought about what I'm saying. And people mm-hmm. have pulled up and actually been like interested in what I've got to say. And like that kind of concept is mad to me. So um, what a weird, wonderful amazing hmm. lucky journey that has been characterized by so many amazing people wait a second when you talk about the, the growth of the marketing meetup hmm. this is a perfect example of compound right because you say that happened over four years yeah how, all those new locations you know, how many months did that happen over uh, well that you know that's a really good question so i think for the first two years we were only doing Cambridge and then maybe towards the end of those two years then we added Norwich uh, at the beginning of 2019 we had uh, four locations and then at the beginning of 2020 we had 14 so yeah grew quite go. quick but that's important get shift done the podcast is all about you know getting getting shift done right it's about <laughs> having a goal going for it and you know whether, whether you know what that end goal is or not it doesn't really matter you, you're getting it done you, you just you i'm enjoying this process i'm gonna I'm, i want to do this thing that we said earlier do stuff and stuff happens <laughs> you know and you just you, you've just done that and and you started a place where i like doing this thing i'm really yeah. good at it and yeah. people love coming here because i completely relate to you with the whole starting your own thing i've always said it i did the whole b and i I've did yep. I've done the, all of the other other options out there, and I yep. felt like completely out of place. I felt <laughs> I, I'm like this isn't me. So yeah. and I looked around, and I was like, well, where where is that thing that I want to be in every week? Mm-hmm. And and I had to create my own. So I, I really respect that man. I, I think it's awesome that you've done that, and that's a that's insane growth. And then bloody coronavirus comes along, <laughs> and then forces you to go online yeah that's mad i mean the funny thing about it is that there's been an awful lot of praise that's come my way which has been unreal from so many lovely 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 people and like it really is important to reiterate that none of this would have happened if it wasn't for people choosing to engage with it and and adding to the community because a community by definition is, is a place where people interact beyond just the person who owns it or, or runs it if they hadn't interacted with each other then then uh, it wouldn't be a community it'd be a broadcast station so that's the first mm-hmm. thing to say but then the second thing is with the reaction to coronavirus i think what we did really well or what i did really well was add to quickly but beyond that it felt like quite an obvious step to me you know it was like you can't run our physical events anymore so what are we going to do Again, I feel very lucky that that weekend, I probably spent about four or five days feeling very, very sad about all the hard work that I put in for four years. We planned to run 140 events this year, and that was in tatters. And I probably spent four or five days just feeling really sad about it. But that same weekend, I just sat down at my computer and emailed the most famous marketers I could possibly think of and just said, look, do you want to get involved in these webinar series that we're doing? And and lo and behold, four or five of them came back and sort of said yes. So uh, we were lucky, but also 
you know, to your point about proactivity and, and getting stuff done or getting shift done, if we're going to be on brand, hey. then... Cheers to that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then um, those people said yes, because we took the time to get in touch with them. And, yeah. and that's been a big lesson for me that if you don't ask or you don't do, then then you're never going to get. And yeah. I guess that, that very much speaks to your spirit as well and, and everything that you're trying to put out into the world, which, by the way, I've been singing your praises before the show, but I, I think you deserve a lot of credit for what you're doing as well because I've got infinite admiration for, for you and your community and also how the people interact within the community. I think it's, uh, it's wicked to see. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. This is an activation for you. It's an activation for me. It's an activation for a lot of people. When pressure is applied, character is revealed. It's as simple as that. I actually documented the build-up to the announcement of the lockdown. And I slept eight hours that week, total. And I had a full-on, I broke into tears with my community. I was live in a Zoom group, and there was about 50 of us in there. I was streaming into the group. And I asked everyone how they were. And then they, and the only response they had was, no, how are you? And I was just like, (laughs) Yeah. Hit me like a train, man. I was like, what the hell? But then it was within an hour, like, right. And I was done then. Like yeah. you, four yeah. or five days, you know, I'm yeah. like, right, process it, feel it, feel that yeah. pain. And, yeah. and you're just churning the pain and, and process med- meditation, whether mm-hmm. it be talking to people, understanding, journaling, you know, just, just process it. And then I'm like, right, well, what, what else am I going to do? I've got to get, I've got to do something. And I'm so, so happy that's how you reacted, man. And and it's exactly why you are where you are right now. Well, thank you, dude. And 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 like I I can certainly um, empathise with that scenario. You know where you know you put so much out there in the world that isn't that such a nice thing when people turn around and ask how you are too. Um, it's you beautiful. Know, it, it's it's really quite lovely. But I I think again that sort of acts as such a strong indication that that people really appreciate what you do because you know that. They do. You, you're changing. They appreciate life. what each other do. I think they, that's what that, that's what the thing is. They, they they appreciate what each other do because yeah. that's ingrained in our community value. You said it right early on in that story. You, you talk, talk where you've come to now. Yeah. You said within two, three, four months, we already got the values down. You know mm-hmm. this stuff because it, that's ingrained in you as a professional. You're a professional marketeer. That's your that's your skill set. That's your superpower that you bring to the table. Absolutely. You said, right, we've got to get our values right because I want to make sure that if we're going to go from 50 to 500, which is <laughs> far exceeding that now online, yeah. um, I want to make sure that I attract more of these guys because these yeah. guys love this. Yeah, yeah. well, that, you, you're spot on. And there's a couple of things there. I mean, the first is that you end up attracting quite a self-selecting group. So there's no doubt been quite a few people over the course of time who have said, or come to a marketing meetup event and gone, God, this is not for me. And, <laughs> and that's like absolutely Good. fine. Yeah, it is. It's really good, you know, because that means that like the stuff that we're saying is strong enough that it allows people to form an opinion and self-select into the group or out to the group, which is absolutely fine as far as I'm concerned. I think it's, it's, it's important. I want to touch on this because the community stuff, I was speaking, obviously I know you're in touch with Ed as well with Freelance Heroes and there are a few, mm-hmm. a few other communities out there that will yeah. kind of talk to each other now a bit more and we're, you know, sharing some of these experiences you have so many people come into these communities and they're like bullseye in and you know it's like whoa you've got to be doing this man because this is what i want this is what these these guys are doing well hold on man you've been here for you just got here let's just have a little you know try it for the same in business we've always been the same i've bought businesses i've started businesses from scratch i've sold businesses 
It's always the same. When people come in, you always say, I always say, I'm so welcome to new ideas. Always. I will welcome them. But try it first, then tell me it's broken. Absolutely. It's one of these things, right? 100%. I think that's the benefit of having a value set, though, right? And and so there's a couple of things that uh, matter to me there. The first is those values. uh, Listen, say hello, and be positively lovely, uh, the embodiment of the marketing meetup. But then on a personal level, um, all I'm bothered about really is, and it, it sounds, you know, like new age Silicon Valley stupidness but the thing that i'm bothered about is leaving a legacy of kindness which for me is defined as if people were to think about how my actions have influenced their character and their personality then hopefully if if i was to die tomorrow then people were to sort of say you know i i think of other people a little bit more because i've been and interacted with the stuff that joe's done you know and, and, and for me that's what i want my life to be lived in that direction for now, the reason why that's all important is that that gives you a compass of activity. So when people do come in and say, hey, look, I'd love X, Y, Z to happen, then you've got the compass of values, which is listen, say hello, and be positively lovely, but also does this spread kindness in the world? And if it fulfills those things, then you're like, yeah, I can entertain that. But if it doesn't fulfill those things, then you're like, nah, you know, that's fine. I'm, I'm happy to pass that opportunity up and let someone else do that because that's not the thing I'm doing. Um, Mm. it works both ways because I think you have to be open to these ideas because without changing, without moving, without growing, then you will die, you'll become stale and the marketplace will move on. But by the same token, I think there's a strength to be found in knowing what you are and what you stand for and being comfortable that if the business wasn't to survive, at least you did it for the best of reasons and and stood by your principles. And I think there's something quite wonderful to be found in a, a, a life lived in the way that you want it to, especially a life lived in the way that you want it to, if it's helping other people. If you if put it this way, look, if you're in business, any business, don't don't care what sector, what you're doing, if you don't have that in you, you won't you won't persist in times like this. You just won't. Mm-hmm. You'll have that, you know, I call it the I say I always say holidays are dangerous. Holidays <laughs> are dangerous if you don't um, like what you do, if you don't mm-hmm. enjoy, if you don't have fulfillment in every day of your life. Because you will spend two weeks listening to your head, which is dangerous for some people. They're not used to that. They don't know how to process it. They're not educated to to self-care and and everything else. A lot of people are finding out right now that actually they didn't like what they were doing anyway. Whereas you've got the opposite. You've activated. You've completely activated. And and I'm hoping you people that that are engaging in your meetup, which which is tremendous, I'd like to know if... this message that you're, that you're powerfully driving into the marketplace well beyond Cambridge now of kindness, transparency, vulnerability, empathy, the, the real, what we what business should be about. What is that is the future of business. It's that's why yeah. I'm so excited about social enterprises. I'm so excited about proper. This is good business. This is, this is, we can have a conversation. It's transparent. You know, <laughs> are you seeing the agencies and the marketers that get involved, the marketing professionals that get involved in your meetup, is the market changing towards that instead of this kind of pitch fest, you know, this <laughs> was before? It's kind of difficult to say, isn't it? Because it goes back down to that, that self-selecting group thing. If I was to make the observation from my bubble, then, you know, of course I'd say yes. But <laughs> that is the observation from 
the bubble which I live in, which is that I've put something out into the world and people have resonated with it and therefore reacted and stayed along on that journey. I'm sure there is still a bucket load of the the pitch fest, the overt commercialism, the um, selfishness, uh, you know, all 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 that stuff going on. I have no doubt, and and you know, truthfully, that that will never die away because. <laughs> kind of like Star Wars, right? You know, you've always got the light side and the dark side and, and you need like an element of, of both to uh, to keep them in balance. And, and you know, I think I'd like to bring more people over to the light, but inevitably, and, and, and truthfully, you know, people will still see results from the dark side of stuff. Of course. Um, but unfortunately, those are the type of results which are based on lies and mistrust and an old school business where no, it's not a win-win scenario, you know, and I think we're sort of moving towards that place where people are just looking to look after each other a little bit more. To your point, though, about the, the value set and, and stuff like that, which people don't have, I think that's probably also the point where uh, you start seeing businesses struggle because they're saying, I identify myself as an events company and for them that's fine that's a description of what they do but it's not a description of why they do it the issue there is that the marketing meetup the tool of delivery that we gave to uh, get across our view on the world was in-person events when in-person events weren't possible then it was very very easy to see that the next step to do would be like online stuff because the delivery mechanism was almost like inconsequential. It wasn't the important thing. The important thing was the message. So I guess that's where like people run into difficulty where it's like, and sorry if you can hear my dog snoring now. Uh, and then, uh, I've just had a then, bus um, put outside. I've just had a bus put outside my, uh, my <laughs> You're all right. He's Good start luck whoever's editing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can leave it in. It's cool. It's more authentic. Ah, you're fine. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think those folks who uh, didn't have those, those guiding principles will ultimately find themselves struggling in the scenario because it's a very one-dimensional view on the world, whereas uh, if you've kind of got something which is a very strong foundation, then you can build off that very quickly. And that's relevant, that's relevant for the rest of the, the, the world. You know, that's really relevant for any business. Mm. You know, I think that's good, good advice for any business. If you don't have that purpose, you don't have that, what do you stand for? You know, what, who, who are you? Who are you? You know, not just, I always say that to people about getting up in the morning. Everyone's like, they, they, everyone talks about the different hats you have to wear as a business owner, especially a small business owner. You've got to wear, you know, 12 different hats or whatever. But actually, you know, instead of thinking, what am I doing today? You think, who am I today? Yeah. You know, and, and if you wake up with that mindset, it doesn't matter whether coronavirus comes or whatever. I'm still the person. That, that wants to spread kindness into the world. If that's yep. good, that means I've got to do that online instead of offline, then fuck it, I'm doing it. Let's do this. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Couldn't agree with you more. Lovely. So, a question for the future. Yeah. So, the future whereby communities online or otherwise, or, you know, I like to think that communities travel well beyond the platform of which they're hosted initially, mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, the power of having a community behind growing a business, whether you are one of, the, one of the members of that community and growing your business with that community, or yeah. your business is the community, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to say that 
I can, I'm happy to, 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 to put my hand up and say, I know for a fact that any business that is part of a community, whether it be shifties, whether it be marketing meetup, whether it be freelance heroes, whatever, wherever you found your place, wherever you found your tribe, your place, I'm certain that their businesses and their lives generally are better as a result of it. No doubt. Would you Absolutely. agree? Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. Whether it's Why fun. is that? Well, it, it's, I don't know, without means to go too deep and meaningful about it. it. It just goes back to what we like as human beings, you know, that sense of connection and collaboration and communication. And it's all these things which we all need. We all need it on a very human level. And ultimately, when you find people who share a, a view set, or I also think that there is an overemphasis placed on finding like-minded people. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, we really need to find places where we are challenged as well and, and, and challenged to think differently, but where we find those spaces where we can be challenged or can find people who are just willing to support through a like-minded mindset. That's like the fundamental human experience. That's, mm -hmm. that's what it is. I mean, why, what would you sort of say would be like the valuable thing? I think, Although I, 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 you know, you, you know, I share the same values, and and you know, I'm a, I'm, I have the same superhero syndrome. You know, we always want to help and and we put other people first, and, and I, I'm there. But what I will say is, having started a business from scratch on my own, or not on my own with Christine, my fiance, mm -hmm. we had no support. I didn't. I wasn't in the business world. I wasn't in marketing. I wasn't in. I worked. I worked in a in in a bubble. I worked in the pharmaceutical industry for four mm -hmm. years. I was in Cambridge, but we weren't in Cambridge. We were on a science right. park. We're not in Cambridge. <laughs> and, you know, it was a very different world. I, I came into this world alone, very alone. Mm. And I tried, it took me two years to find other like-minded people or other people that I could trust. And I've got, I've been through breakups in business, bad, bad partnerships, bad startups. I've been screwed over. Because I'm, I'm, I just trust people. I'm like, yeah, okay, you, you said you can help me and you yeah. can help me grow my business and yeah. it's only £600 a month because you're a coach and you can do this thing. <laughs> oh, wicked, man. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, what? Well, that's not, oh, I, you don't have those answers. And in the end, I started to get a bit cold. Mm. I started to become a quite a cold business person. I was quite ruthless. Right. became quite ruthless to a point where the next person who would tell me that, I'd say, well, go on and show me your bank balance. Yeah. yeah Let yeah. me see. You know, yeah. and I've lost faith in entrepreneurship in the same, I've lost touch with it mm. um, until we, until Shifties was born, until the community was like, right, fine. And then you know what it started with? Six people around a curry house. You yeah. know, we were, we were up in near St. Ives, Patworth. I think Rachel Way was there. Ed Goodman was there. Victor Sachs, you know, all local people. They're still here. These guys are still here. Mm -hmm. and, and that was all it was. I was like, well, look, I, I just kind of want to chat. I just want to talk business. I don't want you to sell me anything. I don't want to pitch for 60 seconds and then mm -hmm. have to like, do the business kind of wanker stuff. And I don't want to do <laughs> can we Can we just drop the business cards, drop the banner, drop all the boom, for whatever they call it, whatever the, the terms they use, and just human to human, let's have a conversation. Oh, wait a minute. So you're that, oh, okay, and you want to speak to someone at Barclays. Well, I know someone at Barclays. Yeah. Let me have a chat and see if we can. So for me, having that community now, I know anyone who comes into that community says that puts their hand up and has the vulnerability to say, I need help. 
I need support, people will do that if you drop all the bullshit. Yeah. So for me, I think it's so from just a pure business head, I'm like, right, what's the ROI, which is a you know conversation that we have to have as business people. It's just yeah, that's 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 life. What's the ROI? It's it's tremendous. It's the habit of being part of a community is tremendous. And that is the new way of doing business going forward. Like you say, it's collaborative, it's done through network, it's done through relationships, not through polished pitches and really fancy business cards. No, I hundred percent agree. I, I guess there's one sort of caveat which I would give to all of this, which is I am seeing a trend at the moment of like megacorp trying to take over that word of community and, and, mm. and try and say you know like it's the megacorp community or whatever it is, you know. And it's just like they're going to ruin it for us, aren't they? For Christ's sake! Well, it, it, uh, marketers can't have nice things, and and I say that as one of us, you know, that it's mm. um, you know we all pick up on these trends and and try and. Uh, commercialize it somehow um which is unfortunate in many ways so i i, I don't think they will ruin it for us because I, I think and i know that you say that in jest um but like <laughs> um i think we'll be just fine because those who have genuine intention will shine through and i've got like no doubt about that but what i do fear for is is that word community is probably going to be absolutely bastardized uh, in the, in the next like 6 to 12 months as people just like absolutely try and hammer it and say you know this is a community when when it's not a uh, community isn't a byword for customers you know that's not the same thing having customers is wonderful and and like we all need them and and you need to look after them but if those customers aren't interacting with one another aren't supporting each other aren't making each other stronger and they'd be by themselves that's not a community that's just a bunch of customers you know so yeah. don't don't get those two uh, terms confused when uh, you're looking to build a business around those things and you can't just say it's a community and it is you know it's, oh. it's they're very very different things so uh it's a bit like way. entrepreneurship like the word i i can't call myself an entrepreneur anymore because i feel almost like I'm, yeah, but I'm not that one yeah, I'm not, that guy. I'm not that guy. They ruined it. Why did you ruin it for me? You know, that's what I am. I don't know what else to call myself anymore. That's like, well, what do I? You know, it really ruined it. That's so it. no, no, that's that's really good insight, Joe. And I think people will um will will enjoy hearing that. So I, I'm conscious of time, mate, and um, I know you're a busy man. Um, what I would like to ask you though is two things. Mm-hmm. One, marketing meetup mm. year from now. How many locations are we at now? <laughs> so what 14 locations now i will hold you to it yeah well we've got a ton of conversations going on now so we've got like three or four locations possibly in america wow. i'd love to um start in australia too one of the interesting things that after coronavirus struck is that obviously our audience has now gone online and we've had a ton of people join from australia which is just really interesting and it's probably because of mark ritson more than anything so he's lives in australia tasmania so he exposed our community to that audience and they were able to engage with us but they're stuck around so for me that's kind of like quite an interesting thing where it's like okay these people are resonating with the messaging the tone etc so maybe we should look there and then there's a load of locations in the uk as well which could roll out it does need to be caveated with like, who knows what's going to happen in 12 months. Freaking heck, we're what, six months into 2020 and who would have thought? That 2020 is a write-off. We, we don't, we don't. <laughs> 2020 didn't happen. Yeah. Well, who knows, but it could be 2021 too, right? You know, so. Yeah, well, um, you're right. You're right there. You're very right uh, there. As, as dour as that is, then it is important to have that long-term perspective on things. So, Do you, do you then, 
And I think this is a really important question because I think a lot of people get caught up in kind of, you know, analysis, paralysis, goal driven goals are almost a barrier to a lot of people because they can't quite define it and mm. you know, that they then don't do anything. Yeah. You, you take me, you know, I take you as a sort of guy, a bit like myself. We just, like I said earlier, we do stuff and things happen. <laughs> yeah. you know, we do have a, do you, are you more, you have a vision for the future, but you don't mind what that, you kind of have a, an idea, you know where yeah. you want to be and you want to be happy, which is just as important. Yeah. Is that, is, am I right in time? I just come out. No, you, you're absolutely spot on. Um, I, I guess it goes back down to that value set and that compass that we spoke about earlier. You know, if, as long as I feel like I'm making decisions still based on that, then that's probably where I want to be in the year. That's probably where I want to be in 10 years. So well, there you go. Perfect excuse, everyone. Just get <laughs> shift done. See where you end up. We can always adjust it. I always say first two years is chaos stage anyway. It's all, sure. you, know, you can't do anything wrong. You can't do anything right. Just do that's it. Well, it's a fair point, actually. I'm only a year into this as well, really. So, <laughs> so, so. You, you just enjoy it, man. Just enjoy it. It's, it's like it's nuts. Once you get to a point where it's, um, you've got external pressures, it just becomes a, you become like a big, big freight yeah. ship. You can't turn as fast. But because we're startups and we're small and we're agile, it's super powerful. So Absolutely. 100%. Awesome. So, the, so the last question, I'll, I'll finish on this question. Um, where in all of this... We'll be now 11 weeks, 12 weeks into lockdown. 40, 90, 200, 700. Not those, right? <laughs> so wherever we are now, um, we've all had, and we started the conversation on this, I think it's important we finish on this, we've all had that shift moment in our mm. mindset. Was that five days after lockdown, or we've all hit the bottom? No, we, I'm, I'm happy to say it. I'm, I've said it before on the other on, on the podcast with Danielle. I couldn't help it. She was all over me with this, you know. Um, <laughs> but you know, I've had my my hit hit my bottom. I've hit the low. Yeah, and and I've and that triggers me. That would that give me a shift moment. Where when when was your shift moment? I think it was March 14th. I'm I'm just looking at the date in my um. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. Mailchimp right now. Um, the reason why I say that is that. Uh, we had to cancel all of our events. Um, I think it was on March 13th. <laughs> so that that week leading up to the cancellation, I announced it on the Friday, um, but that was my week of sadness. And then <laughs> that sounds like it's going to be a, a memorialized, the week of sadness. Uh, <laughs> that, um, so that was the week where I was like, you know, this is, yeah, that's it. So I sent the email on Friday, March the 13th at 12.27 p.m. So I sent that uh, cancelling all the marketing meetup events um, for, for an Ooh. indefinite period. And it was the next day which I started sending those emails to the rest of the marketing world um, and, and, you know, those, those big name speakers who inevitably who came in and, and said yes. And what's really interesting in this is that I can see that this email was actually sent to uh, what now stands as half of our database. So in the time since coronavirus has struck, then our database has doubled in size, wow. which is mad. Wow, um, man. So like, that's, <laughs> that's insane. I, I didn't know that actually. So that's really cool to see. <laughs> so yeah, those, those were the two days, but there was, right. as I say, now, did that you, how did you feel like, do you feel like you feel now that little, was it just a moment like that little moment of little, Oh, what we doubled up and then, Oh, we've got a response. It's just a little yeah. moment. It's only a small thing, but there yeah. was enough, right? It was enough for you to go, okay, I'm going to do another little thing. 
for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. When I told my mum about that weekend of activity, she said that I must have been channeling my granddad. So he was a, a mixture of a Yorkshireman and a Scotsman. Uh, he was a paratrooper. He was an ex-professional footballer. He was a music agent. He was a teacher. He was like the most hard guy you've ever met in your life, but everything he did was grounded in love. To borrow a phrase, which I'm not sure whether is politically correct or not, but she said that one of his uh, character traits, you know, I, I knew him well, but, you know, she said, you must have been channeling, channeling your granddad because that sounds ballsy as fuck. Uh, so, <laughs> yes. And like, oh, that was that weekend, you know, and, and look what's happened since. So get stuff done, get shift done. Get shift done. <laughs> no, mate, that's beautiful. Well, well, Joe, look, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast and, and sharing a moment with me. Anyone who wants to get involved in the marketing meetup in any sense, uh, where can they, well, one, where can they find that? And where can they follow you? Where can they interact with you? So themarketingmeetup.com is the best place where you'll find all the events. um, And you'll also find links to local groups there as well. So if you're in any of the locations that we run physical events, we'll be coming back to them at some point, you know, in the future. If you want to follow me, then if you want to know like about football and my dog, then you can go to my Twitter, which is uh, Joseph E. Glover. Or if you want to know about like marketing and other stuff, then uh, you can just find me on LinkedIn at uh, Joe Glover. Awesome. 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 <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Joe. And I'll Thank see you. you soon. Thanks very much for having me, mate. Top man. There you have it. Joe Glover from the marketing meetup. What a great guy. What a great guy who started the marketing meetup. And I love that. I think we can take so much from what Joe's done. And just to say, this is what I want to do. And this is how I'm going to do it. And these are the values that we set as a community. So if you want in on that, if you want to get involved in what we're doing, then come on in. But this is how we operate. This is who, what we stand for. Look at the impact they're making. Unbelievable. So I hope you enjoyed this interview. Please do connect with Joe. Please do connect with the Marketing Meetup. If you're looking to learn about marketing, you want to engage with other marketing professionals out there, there is not a better place to start than the Marketing Meetup. And as always, we'll be back next week with more value with our own podcast. And if you are a business owner looking to connect, learn and grow with other business owners, then head over to shifties.co.uk and come join us. Thanks.